Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Brought to you by Foundry and Helsick Skateboards. Hey everybody, it's John Miller here with the Wood Podcast. I'm here at, um, I don't know, it's really early in the morning, um, and uh, some people were here well before dawn. It's at the new Mueller Skate Park that has the street course and the pump track. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's really cool. I didn't think I would like it that much, um, but it is a thigh burner. Um, but today I have Brian Farmer here with me. Um, he's uh, on the Foundry skateboard team, or he's with the Foundry crew, uh, the skeleton crew, as we like to call ourselves. And uh, go to foundryskateboards.com or Helsick, uh, was it helsickskateboards.com? H-E-L-L-S-I-C-K? Yeah, dot com. And uh, that's where you can find this podcast or on Spotify, Apple, Google play and all that crap you know but um yeah so um brian also went to kingwood high school like a bunch of us did in the foundry crew and we all reunited a couple years ago and skateboarding brought us together it's been a really interesting and fun um reuniting and uh you know now every single week we see each other and uh, it's really cool and then we've all founded and formed um great uh, reignited friendships some of us didn't really know each other that well in high school, middle school, and all that, and some of us hung out all the time, but either way, it doesn't matter. The common thread is skateboarding. So, hey, Brian, thanks for jumping on with me. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, what do you think, man? What do you think of this new park? I mean, I know you're more of a, like a street guy. You, you like street skating. Yeah, so. I got here like five. No one was here, so I had it to myself, and <laughs> yeah. gave me time to figure something out, so I like it. Yeah. Um, I definitely like it, but... Yeah, you sent me a pic and it was just all pitch black in the background. How's the lighting here? Lighting was great. Yeah. Good light. Yeah, you can do the um, pump track. You can do the street course, everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so you like street skating a little more. From from skating with you, I know that you like ledges, you like uh, hips and, you know, doing that type of thing. Um, what do you think brought you there? To that type of skating? Yeah. Oh, uh, Tommy Guerrero, Future Primitive. Um Wallows, uh, search for animal chin, public domain, Ray Barbie doing the, uh, uh, the bank to bench stuff. Um, and then, uh, Anthony Papalardo, fully flared. He's just ollieing into banks and that stoked me big time. Um, Bobby Puglio, uh, has that trap door part that is hugely inspirational to me. So, um, definitely just, oh, and then not us. Uh, there's a picture of him doing a front side ollie on a bank. Um, he's wearing like a public enemy t-shirt and I was, you know, 13 and frontside ollies on banks is where it all started. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, so, I love it. So tell me about the early days, you know, picking up a skateboard. What, what was your first skateboard and what got you into all that stuff? Uh, Nash executioner got oh, it for Christmas. Skull and dragon. Um, yep. Skull and dragon. Um, and for a toy store board, I always say like I skated all over the town and the neighborhood on that thing. So even before I learned to Ollie, I got really comfortable just cruising and the Nash was perfect for that. In Kingwood on the green belts? No, I was in Slidell, Louisiana. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't move to Kingwood till my junior year. Oh, okay. Um, but my family, my mom's from Pasadena, my aunt and uncle from Kingwood. Uh, my aunt was a, my aunt was a secretary at, uh, Kingwood high school. Okay. So, uh, Miss Johnson and my cousin is named Marissa Johnson for anyone who 
graduated in 91. So that's what brought us back when my dad retired from the Marines. Okay. Cause I knew you were a Kingwood kid, but I didn't remember seeing you around in, in middle school and stuff. So I guess that's why. Yeah. yeah. I was new on the scene. And, um, if you just move in your junior year and you have a driver's license and you don't know anyone, where do you go? Yeah. Subway parking lot. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I didn't skate much in high school because I had a driver's license. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was kind of a, a dark time of skateboarding for me, but you were right in it and you were, you know, hitting the parking lots in Subway off of Lake Houston Parkway. So I started in Subway, just the cruising crowd. And that's where I first really oh, oh, saw yeah. you. You had yeah. that yellow truck and I remember you like always saying hi and stuff and kind of met a few people that way. And then I got the Hunan Garden job. That's where I met Pat, and that's where I met Helsick and um, yeah. and Craig Negi. And Negi's the one that's like, you got a skateboard? Yeah. I hadn't really been skating. I'm like, yeah. He's yeah. like, come on. Did you skate any of the ramps or ditches around there? The shoots had ramps. So uh, Jed and Aaron Shoot. I don't remember them. Jed Shoot was like. I remember their names, yeah. Uh-huh. So Jed was a year ahead of us, yeah. and Aaron was a year below us. Okay. And they had backyard ramps. And, I didn't know they um, had ramps. That's cool. Yeah, they uh so Aaron bought the uh the seven foot from the Houston skate park. Oh skate park yeah. Houston. Uh not the ninja ramp. What did they call that ramp? It was just a seven foot oh, Yeah, God. but it had a name. I can't remember did the name it? of that ramp. Yeah. Um, some some uh some Houston skate park historian will come in and like comment or something. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think it was seven with seven foot transition, so it like just went to bird. Yeah, man. And then Aaron bought that ramp and it was metal, and he cut it down to like four. Okay. So it was like four feet, twenty feet wide. Yeah. And um, it was a big ramp. So that again, that's where I learned to do you know yeah. grinds on transition. Did you spend any time at the Houston skate park? A little bit when it kind of yeah. reopened. Remember yeah. there was a little period where it kind of had a resurgence? Yeah. I skated then, but not in the old shut up and skate days. Okay. Oh. So so let's rewind a little bit to Slidell and stuff like that. What was the skate scene like? I mean, I knew I knew you were a kid, but like were there other little kids that skated around there? Oh, yeah. That's how I got into it. It was like my friends and they had an older brother. And um, so, yeah, it definitely started that way. And it was... I think we call it, you know, called ourselves new waivers and, you know, but it had a more of a punk kind of connotation to it, at least the way we thought about it. You know, it wasn't like flock of seagulls, but, um, yeah. but I definitely like, I just gravitated towards all everything punk from like the earliest, earliest age. Okay. What do you mean by punk? <laughs> just anything not mainstream. Like yeah. from the earliest age, I kind of like knew like that stuff is whack and yeah. this stuff is cool and anyone doing their own thing. and. Yeah, back then it was kind of going against like the religious right establishment, you mm -hmm. know. And well, I'm still trying to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, the pendulum may be swinging the other way, but you know, it doesn't matter either way. It's against like centralized establishment control. Skateboarding kind of embodied that. Oh yeah, and I also, you know, my dad was a big athlete, so I was in every sport, and I hated uniforms, and I hated coaches, and I hated practice, and I hated all that stuff, yeah. and so. You know, and with skating, it's like, I like art, you know, uh, to me, it's not just tricks. It's yeah. very much about, you know, you know, I do like skate a certain way and I yeah. do know what I like. And I'm just like, as a musician, I'm influenced by other bands as a skater. It's like, oh, that looks cool. I want to try that. Yeah. That's one thing about like, um, the crew that we've been hanging out with is everybody has their own like unique thing like you have your unique unique thing i throw myself all over the place i do what i do you know i don't try to do what you do you know everybody has like their own little shtick and it all kind of blends together 
It's, <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. And I like it because then you'll see something and you'll be like, oh, that's a Dave spot. Yeah. You know, or if someone will text and be like, here's a farmer gap, you know, and yeah. it's just like yeah. we see stuff and I'm like, oh, so-and-so could skate that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so when did you move to Austin? 2002. 2002. Did you skate then? I mean, have you skated this whole time? or No. Um, so right when I graduated college, everyone had kind of moved away from Kingwood. So my whole crew was gone. We was, no, I skated Southside a lot um, in college. Southside Skate Park? Yeah, I went to U of H. It was yeah. right there. Okay. So I skated all the way through age like 25. And then um, moved to Austin, didn't know anyone, skated a uh, house park when it was like a little wood park in the corner of that same oh, parking yeah, lot. Oh, yeah, on the tennis, the, yeah, the tennis court. The tennis right court. Yeah. Skated it like once or twice, didn't have any friends. It's kind of hard to skate when you don't have a crew. Yeah, and there's that weird little gap in between the and the hip on that 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 thing that used to be there, that wedge. I think Schmally built that, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, back in the day, if I'm correct. Him and Lee Brooks, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> if I had known some people, you know, but I ended up meeting people that were more into bands and stuff like that. And so I started, uh, Frankie Nowhere was here a few minutes ago and I was like, talk to him like, dude, I, you know, when I first moved to Austin, that's what I was doing was going to see bands. And oh, okay. Eastside Suicides was definitely a band that we would go see. Did you ever play any bands here? All of my stuff. I played with Craig Nagy, um, and Eric Lang. Yeah. And Matt Kelly, who went to Humble High School, and we've had a band, Musty Tea Leaves, that's like 25 years leaves. strong. Yeah. <laughs> no way. We're still doing it. I mean, if we get together, it's like we haven't yeah. been apart. I mean, we it's very quickly we we start to play together again. So we've been doing that for years, and I've been doing four-track recording and then garage band stuff. In fact, I just got a song on the Nine Club, LD's Pick of the Week. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sent a song in, and they played it on mm -hmm. LD's Pick of the Week. So. Do you listen to Nine Club? I mean, I guess you do since you've submitted. A I song. do, but I I don't know when the last time I like listened to a start to finish. I've never heard that podcast. Oh, really? To be yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I well, I started with them. Like I think I saw the first one. Like, um, and so I for a little while I would watch them, and then at a certain point I just. I mean, I guess like watching uh, skate videos kind of gets you some stoke to go skate, and then so you get about halfway through it. <laughs> With the Nine Club, I think I like, you know, just like this. I like the stories, and I like Karen Pros. It's very weird how many people started skating in, like, 1986. Like, the number, like, like all of skate, not all of skateboarding, but quite a lot of the people that are run skateboarding, it was, like, 1986. I was 11. Like, we're all the same yeah, age. I started skating about 85, 86 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And so... Um, That's right when the Nash Executioner came out, your first board. I yeah. mean, those guys did a hell of a job marketing that tank. I mean, the thing was a freaking tank, but it still was, like, the number one skateboard. <laughs> I did take everything off. Like, I took... Did you have the, the coper and the, and the lapper? I took it all off, yeah. Oh, I definitely... Uh, I kept the rails on, yeah. but everything else came off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back then people were using that. Was is that accurate lapper? The thing that on the trucks that helped you get up curbs, is that what that's called? I think it's what it's called. A lapper. I, yeah, yeah, somebody made the brand name was like Tail Feather. No, that was the a Tail Feather was, was a type a tail of, thing. of uh, yeah. You put it on your tail to, yeah. to skid. And, so yeah. yeah, maybe lapper. And then the executioner didn't have copers, but it needed copers because it had some kind of lettering on the trucks yeah i guess yeah. you could grind it down but i wasn't okay. doing grinds back then so let's get to the boards what what's your favorite all-time board that you've ever had i'm actually riding it right now it's the uh alien workshop uh spectrum 
Okay. And they reissued it, and I just ordered three of them. Yeah, you found your brand, I guess, you know? I love that Alien Spectrum graphic, although I paint over my graphics now because I just try to be creative and yeah, yeah. do stuff. <laughs> Trying to be alternative. No, I, I mean, yeah. I <laughs> no, think no, it's, it's a, it's cool. no but at this age, I'm like, yeah. I can't put, I mean, I do push myself skating, but it's, you know, I want it to, like I said, it's like the whole thing. It's the music and the. Yeah, it's like a holistic creative outlet. And, yeah. And just a way to express yourself rather than trying to like compete with other people out there. Yeah. Even uh, like I do little video edits and I try to mix in like B roll with my own music, with, you know, and just, just, you know, but it's all just for friends, you know, I don't. That's you know. cool. And uh, you have kids, right? I do. And uh, you're a teacher. I am a teacher. And so. Third grade. Does skateboarding kind of blend into all that type of uh, career and family life? Absolutely. How? Absolutely. I mean, how? Yeah. How does it blend in? Like, what do you incorporate? What do you teach your kids and your kids at school and your kid at, kids at home? Like as far as far as like what you like about skateboarding, do you try to put that on them or do you, you know? I mean, definitely if you're a student in the class that I teach, you're going to see some skateboard videos from time to time. <laughs> really? Some of them might be mine, which the whole my whole YouTube channel started because of COVID and because I wanted a way to engage with students. Yeah. And so I started making these little edits and then it just kept going. So I definitely show my videos and they get hyped on that you know as far as they're concerned i'm a youtuber you okay. know <laughs> yeah because they're eight um and then you know just the other day i i showed third graders eight-year-olds like the jake wooten uh the brand new jake wooten red bull part i can't remember it's called light the sky or something i haven't seen that and um and then i was just explaining to them you know when he was a kid and you know, he didn't have, you know, that kind of support and he would go to school and he would like hit people and tell the teacher, I hate you and stuff like that. But it was like once he, you know, got, you know, adopted by his aunt and uncle and and I kind of used it as a way kind of to show some empathy towards them. Like, I understand that you guys, um, you know. You know, if you're if you're misbehaving in class, it's it's not because you're a bad kid, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I, people go through things. And so I try to really approach it with like just a lot of empathy and love and like, why is this person doing this? You know, not what are they doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And just yeah. And just yeah. That, I mean, at the end of the day, like I look at it like they can hate school or love school and it all comes down to the way that I treat them. Sure. You know, yeah. and I don't want to turn an eight year old off of school. Yeah. You know, and then they're hating school for a long time. So. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, like you said, you hated uniforms, you hated sports and everything like that growing up. And I did too, you know, and, um, skateboarding was my way to get around it and, you know, to kind of push back against that. But now here we are as the people in the institutions, you know, and the, the tables have turned. So, if you saw a kid going against everything that you're trying to say, how would you approach that? Going against everything. Yeah. I'm trying like to say about... feeling like they're having skateboarding being imposed on them. Like sometimes, sometimes we see like skate dads, like get it real. <laughs> I had to check myself on that pretty early on. Uh, I don't push it on like my non-students. Um, you know, they, they get excited if I bring my board to school and do a little Ollie here and there. But, um, with my own son, I have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old, you know, and the 10-year-old, I knew as soon as he got on a bike, 
that he'd be done with the skateboard. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're going to go on their own path. He rides you know? his bike yeah. and I'm sure if he start, I don't know. I have a feeling as a, things change when you're a teenager, so we'll see, but I don't want to push him. And it's, it definitely is hard for me sometimes when I'm just like, he's standing at the top of the hill for like 10 minutes. I'm like, just do it, dude. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> it's good to done it. You know, just, I don't want to be skate dad and I'll get frustrated and I just need to like walk away. Cause I'm like, I, I, I just can't, you know, he'll either do it or he won't. Yeah. I, I see you have a, a tattoo of the Santa Monica Airlines. Yep. Um, Nautis or Santa Monica Airlines was the company that made the Nautis right. board. Was it say below it? I can't remember. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. Okay. That's my youngest son's name. Oh, so really? cool. I got a Tennessee tattoo. Why the Tennessee? Because my oldest is Tennessee. Oh, okay. And my youngest is Ollie. Oh, right on. Cool. So, um, yeah. And, and the SMA tattoo is a Nautis nod. Um, and really there's a guy, he's a curb killer, his name Ryan, I forget his last name. And he got the Nautis tattoo, like the bottom graphic on his like leg. And I was With like, a panther? Yeah. 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 And I was like, dude, that's sick. Yeah. And then Craig Negi is an airplane pilot. So I was like, yeah. Craig, you should get the SMA tattoo. And he was like, no, I'm not getting any tattoos. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck it. I'll get it. <laughs> I love Nautis. Like yeah. he was my, definitely like, yeah. like I said, that front side Ollie was everything to me. Well, you know, no when you comply, have, you know, got mm -hmm. me too. <laughs> and you have like back then you have like one image and one video and they get you in your whole like yeah. your whole aesthetic is shaped by like Tommy Guerrero San Francisco that's it like it, it never like I didn't need to watch in future primitive past yeah. that just from the sequence in the magazines too like remember that when Nautis um ollied between the two U-Haul trucks I don't remember the okay. picture yeah there, he was ollie on on top of a U-Haul truck to another U-Haul truck and that was just like mind-blowing at the time you know so <laughs> I remember in the Bones Brigade video, um, Tony Hawk talks about Tommy Guerrero in that Future Primitive, Ollie in a little grass gap. And he was just like, whoa, you can do that. And it was Tony Hawk talking. And I was sitting there watching the, him Ollie that grass gap. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You going to get back out there? Or are you going to go to another park or what you going to do? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't it's know. starting to fill up a little bit. So, yeah, I'll probably. But you've been out here since well before dawn, so five o'clock. <laughs> I got up. I got up at three. Like I went to bed yeah. early. Yeah. Um, and I plan. I think that's gonna be the plan for a little while. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks, John. All right.